One of the most disappointing things for me over the years in terms of teaching has been when students have suggested that I wasn't helpful or perhaps they didn't understand something that I thought I had made clear. And it always surprises me that for some students, the relationship between lecturer and student is seen as somehow adversarial, as if we are gatekeepers of something, requiring students to accumulate tokens to pass through, or perhaps we're just the people who hold the hoops that they have to jump through in order to achieve the thing that they're looking to achieve. And one of the things that I've done over the years in order to try and mitigate this is to talk about the common goal. At the end of the day, I want my students to succeed. If my students succeed, they will be happy. If my students succeed, I will look good. And if my students are happy, they'll write nice things about me in the module evaluation or perhaps even uh, in NSS. So I make it really clear to my students that clearly I want them to succeed. And part of the process of trying to help them is making sure that I provide them with as much information as possible in relation to the assessment. Now, this might include an assessment brief, telling them exactly what they are supposed to be doing or making really clear the question that they're being asked to answer. But it also will include things like grading criteria, so making explicit the things that we're looking for and the range of things that we're looking for. Those may be more um, formalised in the sense of having an actual rubric. And I know many colleagues like to give measured weightings um, so that the difference in importance of one section and another is not just down to the amount of words, but actually the, the amount of percentage that is available for any one section. We might also include information about assessment formats in its generic sense. Uh, if students are writing a report, it might be talking about executive summaries, introductions, list of contents, what sections you require in the main body, whether there's a conclusion and a list of references. But you might also want to talk about ways to present information and the reason for example for using uh, lots of illustrations and diagrams, charts, formulas and so on. And of course students will also invariably ask to see examples of previous work which I'm always happy to supply because if you don't supply them then the students will simply suggest or some of them will simply suggest that they've been disadvantaged because they haven't actually seen what a good or first class piece of work might look like. Unfortunately, there are a number of students who will look at that piece of work and simply attempt to replicate it, not necessarily copying it, but following that formula in terms of the, the kind of information that's included and the way that it's presented, despite reassurances that 
uh, assessment for very good reasons changes from year to year, whether that's the nature of the questions, although those are limited by the learning outcomes, or perhaps more specifically the areas to which it's applied, or in the case of some of the things that um, I'm asking students to do, they're required to use more up-to-date information, so they still have to go and find the information, even if it's from largely the same sources, because clearly that kind of data that relates to the business environment will have changed over time because of lots and lots of different things. So I make it very clear that we have a common goal, but that I need the students to take ownership of their learning. And the main part of that is asking questions. And I make it really clear to them that that is the only way in which they will get the information that they as individual learners need. So I make it clear that there will be lots of opportunities to ask questions in class. Standard thing of throwing out a question maybe and getting students to discuss it in groups and then give some feedback which other groups can then comment on and you can perhaps add information to. Uh, I also like to use Padlets. Please see the previous um, podcast relating to that uh, because there are lots of different online platforms and that can be used anonymously. And sometimes that encourages students who don't really want to be seen by the rest of the group or maybe don't want to be seen asking a specific question. And there are clearly lots of other um, online ways of doing that. Um, most people, I imagine, are going to use a VLE that has some kind of discussion board available to it. And you can encourage students to ask questions there because sometimes other students will be able to answer them or add to them. Um, and those can be responded to relatively easily. Um, I also make very clear to them uh, the importance in, in terms of uh, my relationship with them with regards to using email. And again, please see the previous podcast um, where I discuss uh, communication. And then lastly, there's usually the opportunity to see people in person. Um, I'm guessing that uh, most people listening to this, if you have direct contact with students, will have something like um, office hours or in the, my current institution, they're called feedback and advice hours. So that's a starting point. But I also wanted to very quickly mention that within sessions themselves, taught sessions, I think it's quite important to be really explicit with students so that they understand the nature of what those sessions are. Um, and for many of you, I'm sure this is stuff you're already doing or stuff you're well aware of. But just in case, at the beginning of every session, I talk about what we, what it is that we're actually going to look at. And then why? And in particular, how the information or the processes that are being discussed relate directly to the assessment. And it might be a specific part of the assessment, and I'm going to identify that very, very clearly as well. We then go over that information uh, in whatever format it's uh, being done. And, and clearly, uh, those of you that have been listening for a while will recognise that I prefer to work in a more interactive, um, uh, engaging, uh, dialogic uh, format. So there's a lot of going uh, back and forth. And that's actually a, a really good way of encouraging students to feel that they can ask those questions. But when we get to the end... I then summarise what it is that they should know, understand, be able to apply, analyse, evaluate or create, depending on the nature of uh, what we're doing and what level it's at. 
and again remind them that it is their responsibility to identify if there are things that they are still unclear about or uncertain of and to just ask for clarification and that clarification will always be given and if that still doesn't help them it will continue to be given in different ways um, using different examples until they feel confident that they understand that material. If we can get students to understand that there is a common goal, that we want them to succeed and that we are there to try and help them to succeed, then hopefully that reduces the feelings of uh, performance being because of some deficit on our part uh, rather than any of the other myriad things um, that can stop students doing as well as they might hope.